0: Welcome to Truth in the Word. Join us today as we allow the Word of God to be a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. Now, here's your host, Pastor Jim Newsom. Yes, this is Pastor Jim Newsom and this is Truth in the Word on Anchor Broadcasting. I well, want to continue on today in the book of Acts, chapter 8, talking about the man of Ethiopia who was a certain place, a certain time, and met a man named Philip and accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. Under the direction of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is involved in every aspect of the preaching of the gospel and everything that goes on to give God glory. The Holy Spirit is there. Amen. So let's start uh, with verse twenty-seven. We talked about this last time. A little review here. Acts eight twenty-seven says, "And he arose and went. Philip speaking of Philip, behold, a man of Ethiopia and eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of the, the queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure, and had come to Jerusalem for to worship." Was returning and sitting in his chariot, heading back home, and sitting in his chariot, reading Isaiah or Isaiah the prophet. Scholars say he was probably a proselyte to Judaism and he was very hungry for the things of God. The Bible says, If a man hungers and thirsts after righteousness, he shall be filled. Acts eight twenty nine 29 says, Then the Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to, his, to this chariot. So we see here that the heart of this man was being prepared, being softened as he read the word of God, the anointing that's on the word, touched this man, and he was very, very hungry for the things of God. So the word of God is, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and to the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The Bible declares he sent his word and healed us. In the beginning was the word, the word was God and the word was with God the logo so the word is Jesus Christ when Jesus Christ showed up on earth then God's word was here and his word is here today in the form of the bible and we get revelation of the word only through the holy spirit acts 8:30 says and Philip ran Philip ran to him and heard him read the prophet isaiah and said do you understand what you're reading. And he says in verse 31 How can I accept some man guide me or teach me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. We know that Philip was very familiar with this particular passage. You got to remember, they didn't have the New Testament then. Everything that they read, the pointed to Christ, was in the Old Testament. So in the Old Testament, the Word of God declares that Jesus is concealed. and We know he's revealed in the New, but yet he's seen. He's not concealed uh, to some because they read the Scriptures and the Holy Spirit gives them revelation of Jesus Christ in the Old Testament. It's all about him. When he told John, I'm Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending... He's all that there is. He's he's all that we need. He he completes all things. He's the head. All power and all dominion has been given unto him and and things in heaven and on earth and below the earth. So verse 32 says, The place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and like a lamb dumb before his shear, so he opened not his mouth. We see the obedience of Jesus Christ. He come to earth to die, and that's exactly what he did. For the sins of all men, for the sins of all mankind. 33 says, in his humiliation, his judgment was taken away, and who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. Let's go to Isaiah and let's read what the great prophet wrote concerning Jesus Christ. Isaiah 53, verse 4, Surely he hath bore our griefs, carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed and we all like sheep have gone astray we all have turned every one to his own way and the lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all he was oppressed he was afflicted for us yet he opened not his mouth he was brought as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before his shears is dumb he opened not his mouth he was taken from prison and from judgment and who shall declare his generation, for he was cut off out of the land of the living for the transgression of my people was he stricken. Acts 8.34, And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom does this prophet speak? Is he speaking of himself or some other man? Good question. Acts eight thirty five says, and Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture. In other words, the same scripture. And what did he preach? Jesus Christ. This scripture is all about Jesus Christ. So he showed him by the sacred books, by the sacred uh, scriptures, that Jesus was the Messiah, is the Messiah. And he recently fulfilled the prophets by his death burial, resurrection, and ascension to heaven. So the word of God is paramount to the conversion of individuals. Peter wrote in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 24, for all flesh is as grass and all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The grass withers and the flower falleth away, but the word of God endures how long? forever and this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you the everlasting word pointing to the everlasting covenant sealed at the cross by jesus christ of course they didn't teach out the new testament the new the new testament then as i said before uh, wasn't written yet they preached out the old testament and jesus uh, did before before he went up to sit by the father's right hand in luke 24 beginning verse 25 and he said unto them "O fools slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken ought not christ who have suffered these things and to enter into his glory and beginning at moses and all the prophets he expounded unto them all the scriptures the things concerning himself this is where jesus met the man on the road to where emmaus I was wondering what was going on, and he started to show them who he was. Remember, they said, did not your spirit, did not your heart burn within you because of this man? This was the Messiah. If we want Jesus Christ, he will reveal himself unto us. I said before, he that hungers and thirsts after righteousness. Now, that's apart from us. The Bible declares there's none righteous. We are the righteousness of Christ. So when we seek his righteousness, the Bible declares we will be filled with his righteousness. Nothing you can do except believe and accept him. So back to Acts 8, verse, verse 36. And as they went on their way, they came to a certain water. And Eunuch said, see here is water. And, and what does hinder me from being baptized? And Philip said it. If you believe with all your heart, you may be baptized. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. There you go. That teaching that Philip gave this man revealed unto him who Jesus Christ was. The Bible declares that my people perish for the lack of knowledge. That's why we must teach. Preaching is good. All the fivefold ministry is good, but there must be a teaching where men and women point to God. Search the scriptures, Jesus said, wherein you shall find salvation and they speak of me. In Romans one sixteen, Paul wrote, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. What is the power of God unto salvation? To every one that believes to the Jew first and also the Greek, the universal call of the gospel. Whosoever will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. This is for every man, woman, boy, girl has ever been born. A chance to be reconciled back to God, a chance to go into eternity connected to God not separated from God. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God's eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Christ paid for all of our sins on the cross. If we don't accept that, then we have to pay for it ourselves. That's through our death, not only our physical death, but our spiritual death, our separation from God. We're not ashamed of the gospel. It's the power of God and salvation. To everyone that believes, and to the Jew first and also to the Greek. In Romans 10 9, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart of man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth with, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. The, that's a very important scripture. Whosoever believes upon him shall not be ashamed. He takes our shame and our guilt. The main weapon that Satan uses against Christians and all humanity is guilt. There's no hope for your situation. There's no hope for your circumstances. But when we come boldly before Jesus Christ, and he, he He makes up the gap, the separation point. When we call upon his name. We're delivered. We're set free. We no longer have to be ashamed because the bible says in romans 8 1 therefore there's no condemnation to those who are in christ jesus who walk not after the flesh others we don't depend on fleshy things but after the spirit we just we depend on the operating of the holy spirit which jesus sent back after his ascension nothing is done in the body of christ except to be through the holy spirit so we don't have to be ashamed we don't have to carry our guilt around amen christ paid for that he took all that from our lives it's a it's a law thing it's it praise god it's judicial it's judicial for 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 the law the law of life in christ jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death when adam failed he gave he gave preeminence not preeminence but he gave he, he gave power to Satan and the Bible declares that Satan is the god of this world for a short time he, he's a pseudo God he's not he's not going to always be there as God but because men receive him today but there's coming a time when he will be judged because he's the god of this world the Bible declares he blinds the hearts and the minds of the people with deception that's his, that's his Uh, main weapon is deception. Jesus said, take heed that no man deceive you by no means. In other words, uh, we're to the point that we believe a lie. When we believe that lie, then the Bible says we're damned. Paul wrote in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. Listen, it is a gift of God, not by works, lest any man should boast. In John chapter 1, verse 12, but as many as received him, listen, to him gave power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe, listen, what's the key? To believe on his name, which we are born not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of God, but of God, adopted, Abba, Father, so we pe- people everywhere need to repent. That means to think differently, to turn around, to reconsider. We renounce our sin. We go in a different direction. We rely on Jesus Christ through His finished work to keep sin out of our lives. And our and our faith in Him. With our faith in Him and His finished work. Acts 2.38 says, Then Peter said unto them, Repent. What's the word? Repent. Turn. Make a decision to go in a, in a different direction. Change your mind. What changes our mind? The revelation of Jesus Christ. What affected this eunuch was, was, was the fact that he was uh, uh, the word of God was being expounded unto him, and he received it and it changed his life. And the Bible says he believed that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. You must believe that. For God so loved the world. He gave His only begotten son. Whosoever should believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. He said, repent, Peter said, and be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus, and I would put on Christ for the remission of sins. What's the answer for sin? Jesus Christ. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God. Acts 3.19, repent ye therefore and be converted. There's that word again, repent, repent. We need to repent. The Bible says if we sin, confess our sin. 1 John 1, 9, and he is true and faithful to forgive our sins. We can't let sin, unconfessed sin be in our lives. The Holy Spirit shows us and leads us and guides us. He teaches us what's right and what's wrong. That your sins may be blotted out. That word blotted means eradicated, done away with. Tossed into the sea of forgiveness, sin shall not have have, have dominion over us. Amen. I'm going to go back to say to this that the the main tool the Satan uses in our lives is to make us guilty before God. But the Bible teaches in Christ there is no condemnation. We've been indifferent. Been given a different judgment because not that we haven't sinned. We all have. We're guilty. But we're made, we're 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 made clear of guilt. Praise God. Guilt is eradicated from our lives. We don't have to walk around with our heads down. We can walk around with our heads up, glorifying God. Behold the Lamb of God, John the Baptist said it takes away the sins of the world, blots out, eradicates, get rid of, no longer has effect on your life. It's gone. He says, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Amen. We receive the finished work of Jesus Christ. We're ready for the times of refreshing. We're ready for what's coming in the world. We're we're ready for God's move in these last days. God's always on the move. He's always doing something. Amen. The Bible says this world will change. People will change. Things will change. But He says, I change not. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but his word by no means will ever, ever pass away. In Acts 17, 30, he said there was a time uh, that he winked at ignorance, but now he commands all men. Why? Because Jesus Christ has come on the scene. Because the, the answer to sin, the answer to men being reconciled back to God, the answer is Jesus Christ. He said, I'm the way, Jesus said, the truth and the life. And no man comes unto the father, except it be through me. He said, can't be ignorant anymore. It's time for men everywhere to repent. Acts 20, 21 says, testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greeks, repentance towards God. What's the key? Repent. What John the Baptist preached, repentance. They were baptized into repentance. Why? He said, "Because he, he he said the Lord is coming. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. You cannot receive Him, have interaction with Him until we repent. Repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ." Acts twenty six and twenty. But he showed first unto them of where Damascus and at Jerusalem. And throughout the coast of Judea, then to the Gentiles, that they should repent, is that word again, and turn to God and do works meet or fit for repentance. Back to Acts chapter eight, verse thirty-eight. And he commanded the chariot to stand still. And they both went down to the water. Both Philip and and this and this man who just received Christ is eunuch and he baptized him. So here we have the beginning uh, uh, church begin there, the church of North Africa, most likely. Acts 8, 39 says, and when they came out of the water, <laughs> the spirit of God, well, the spirit of the Lord caught away Philip that the eunuch saw him no more and he went away rejoicing. <laughs> he comes out of the water, Philip disappears further proof of the move of God. This man went away rejoicing. That word caught away there is harpozo means to seize, to catch away, to pull or to take away before it's translated to take by force. First Thessalonians we read about that, the catching away. First First, first Thessalonians chapter 4 Verse 16, the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with him in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So shall we ever be with the Lord. This is a promise. This is a hope. This is a future event where the dead in Christ shall rise first. That's something. My, my. It's Brother Crab wrote, there's a noise down at the graveyard. There's something going on in the graveyard. Amen. Acts 8 40. But Philip was found at Astos, and passing through, he preached in the cities till he came to Caesarea. So the gospel is going to Judea, Samaria, and is moving out. The eunuch has carried it down to Ethiopia, and Philip is carrying it along the coast of Caesarea. This is the plan of God. He told those that followed him, his disciples, he said, go and wait. He said, until you be endued with power. Once they received that power of the Holy Spirit, the Bible says they begin to preach. Persecution started to split the church. They started started to go out into the world and preach the word of God. This gospel was spreading. Amen. See, the church is a universal church. The church of the living God, the true church founded on the blood of Jesus Christ. Upon this rock I shall build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Who do men say that I am? Peter said, thou art the Christ, the living God. You are the son of God. Men say you're this or you're that, but we say because of our communion with you, because we know who you are, because we are familiar with you, then we know that you are the son of the living God, the Christ, the anointed one of God, who takes away the sins of the world. And Jesus said, Simon Bar-Jonah, flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but my spirit has revealed this unto you. We're on this rock, bedrock, large rock. Great foundation. I shall build my church, mine, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. He has a church. He has those, the prophet said, I'm the only one left. He said, no, I've got many 7,000. hasn't bowed their knee to Baal or hasn't kissed his old ugly lips. Those that are in for the duration. In other words, until until uh until jesus comes back there's no getting off the train or the bus or the boat or whatever it might be it's it's time to stay it's time to 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 stand and see the salvation of the lord this is this is something this man hungry for god reading the word of god and god sending this messenger to explain and he accepted Jesus Christ with the revelation, listen, with the revelation that Jesus Christ is the son of God. We need to get that in our spirit today. Who is he? Great teacher, yes. A Great prophet, of course. Did he walk and talk on this earth? Yes. But he wasn't one among many. He was the one. The Bible declares him as king and king and Lord of lords. And we must lift him up in these last days. That all men, we need, we need that revival it's starting. It's going on. God, God's going to have his way in the midst of confusion, in the midst of chaos. God's still going to have a move. Getting people ready for the coming of the Lord. Giving people opportunities to give their heart and life to the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Choose you this day. The word of God says, whom you will serve. I set before you life and I set before you death. He said, I would that you would choose life. I've come, he said, that I might give life to you and give it to you more abundantly. That's the opportunity that we have. It's set before us. One of the old songs of the church is, Don't let the doors of mercy close on you. The Bible declares that when we die, something happens. Paul said a Christian, when a Christian passes away, the Bible said to be absent from our body is to be with the Lord. So those that don't know Christ, and we know that the inner man, the man that lives forever, goes somewhere. We know Christians go and be with the Lord. We know the destiny of those that don't know him. It's not going to be pleasant. The Bible says hell is the destination of those that reject the plan of God. The Bible declares where there's weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. The Bible declares it's outer darkness. I know it's laughed about and lampooned today, but Jesus talked a lot about hell. Matter of fact, he talked, he talked more about hell than he did heaven. So the men can stay away from it. The men don't have to be there. The word of God says he was manifested. He might destroy the works of darkness in our lives. For this reason was he manifested. Reconcile men back to God. Time. Time. We don't stop time. God doesn't live in time. We do. We live in a timely society. Everything we do is dictated by, by years and months and weeks and days and time and seconds and minutes and on and on and on on and on and on. But there's coming a time when time will be no more. Heard a lot of talk about the doomsday clock. Secular scientists say we're so many seconds away from midnight that the world is catapulting. into judgment into the tribulation period we can see it around men the bible says we'll wax worse and worse and that's happening every day and when we reject jesus christ there remains no more there 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 remains no remedy for our sin problem that's our problem is sin that's the problem in the world today not politics not money, not programs, but sin. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Make up our minds. Is your mind made up today? What side are you standing on? Do you know Jesus Christ? He, just as he revealed himself to this man in that chariot, he can reveal Himself, He will even give you a revelation of who He is. Shine a light on your soul, let you know what condition you're in, and He can save your soul, change your mind, change your heart. You repent and go in a different direction. And the joy of the Lord can be your strength. The Bible says peace, a pass, of all understanding is available to those. A way you can be anchored that nothing, nothing can separate you from the love of God. Paul said, I'm persuaded. Nothing can separate me from his love. That which I've committed unto him, he's able to keep against that day. Call on the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. There's salvation, there's healing, there's deliverance. Get in the word of God, get in a good Bible-believing church and set your feet on that solid rock, which is Christ Jesus. God bless till next time. We want to thank you for listening to Truth in God's Word today. You can check us out on Facebook at The Truth in God's Word. There you can message us for any reason, whether it be prayer request, comment about the show, or if you would just like to let us know subjects you would like to hear about on Truth in God's Word. We pray that you have a blessed day.